News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. Pete Callender here, 704-570-1110, 1-800-WBT-1110. Oh, I, an update. Hang on. I have an update. Told you this was a very big day for Christy and me. We finally got uh, keys to our mailbox. It's been a month. And um, we still don't, I mean, our address is still not recognized by the Postal Service. But Christy went out there during the show, during her lunch break, ran out there, met with, I will tell you who his name is, because he gets a big shout out, Charlie Smith, letterbox mechanic. Thank you very much. He fixed the problem, got us the keys, and we got mail. There's mail in, I don't know which box, the wrong box, the right box, I don't know, but we have a key to it now, so that means I can now receive all of those anthrax letters that people like to send me. No, I kid. Uh, I've never gotten anything like that. But um, but no, now I, finally we have our uh, mailbox, so we're very excited about that. Thank you, Charlie. We appreciate you. Um, all right, so the State of the Union address last night. Joe Biden says that uh, the economy roared back faster than anybody predicted, which, first off, that's not true. Uh, there were people that were predicting the economy would be coming back faster. And it should be growing faster. But it has not been growing faster because of the amount of money, i.e. inflation, the amount of money that the federal government pumped into people's bank accounts. And the the constant check writing has reduced people's willingness to work. Now, look, there are other sides to this uh, argument, to this issue, and I've been actually accumulating research over the last few months about uh, you know, people going back to work and not wanting to go back to the office and all of this. And this is a real issue. I, I do suspect that we're going to see some real problems in the commercial real estate industry because I don't think businesses are going to be able to entice people to take gigs that require them to be in an office environment, in a, in a crummy office environment at that. I don't know how long that lasts, what kind of impact, but anyway. So people were expecting the economy to come back faster. But he said nobody thought that the economy would roar back like it did. And that part's not true. But then he starts going off on this thing about things being made in America, and he talks about uh, the car industry, for example. There weren't enough semiconductors to make all the cars that people wanted to buy. And guess what? Prices of automobiles went way up, especially used vehicles as well. And so we have a choice. One way to fight inflation is to drive down wages and make Americans poorer. I think I have a better idea to fight inflation. Lower your costs, not your wages. Folks, what? What does that even mean? Lower your costs, not your wages. Dude, do you know what a cost is to a business? It starts with a W and it rhymes with ages. That's a cost to a business. So you're saying lower costs, right? Like wages, but not wages. So lower other costs. Okay, how about I completely automate my business? How about that? Now I don't hire anybody. 
right? That's a cost. Seriously, this is this is asinine. What do you think the price of the the costs has been doing with the inflation? Doing this house build uh, for the last few months, and I've been talking to uh, you know the the project manager, and before that, when we were building our house in Asheville, and these are you know neighborhoods, and you just kind of wait for them to kind of get to your your house in the neighborhood or whatever. And uh, but it was the same story because when we we were up in Asheville and when we uh, started work on the house, when they did, uh, and we signed the papers to, to, to buy the lot and have them start building it, um, it was before, like it was the month before, I want to say it was September of 2021. And right after that is when all of the supply chain issues began. And I remember talking to that project manager. And at one point, like the house right next door to us, they had to board up all their windows because they couldn't get windows. More recently, it was apparently the vent fans in the in the uh, the bathrooms. They couldn't get pieces or or maybe the fan or something. There was some component of that uh, of the bathroom fans that they couldn't get, and that then affects your certificate of occupancy. So, like, I understand that all of these issues uh, are interrelated, obviously. Right, I understand that, but this idea that oh, we'll just you know cut your cost, but but then how do I do the job? Like I'm if I've got to have these materials to make this product, you're saying I need to cut costs. Well, where are my costs? What he's saying is don't take the profits. That's what he's saying. He's saying you're making too much money, which is kind of ironic, right? Because. The businesses that profited the most were the ones that were permitted to stay open. And those were largely your big box, large retailers, your large corporate entities. These are the ones that made a lot of money. And the ones who lost a lot of money, these were the small mom and pops, uh, uh, mom and pop shops. So, again, like, I'm not sure Joe Biden has the credibility to make this argument. Not only does he not have the credibility, but it's wrong. That means make more cars and semiconductors in America, more infrastructure and innovation in America, more goods moving faster and cheaper in America, more jobs where you can earn a good living in America. Instead of relying on foreign supply chains, let's make it in America. But, but hang on, no, except oil and, and energy. Not that. I just want to be clear. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he wants to make all this stuff, like make the semiconductors here, and that'll be cheaper or something. Like this man, I'm not sure he has any concept of economics. You realize the reason why the semiconductors are so affordable is because we get them from China, which uses like slave labor. That's why that happens. Now, I mean, I'm open to discuss sanctions on China or limiting trade or so. Oh, my gosh, that might be Donald Trump-esque. <laughs> he does sound kind of Trumpy, though, doesn't he? In America, made America sort of almost an America first platform. I could be wrong, though. All right, uh, I could be wrong about a lot of things. News Talk 1110-993-WBT. The Pete Callender Show here, 704-570-1110, 1-800-WBT-1110. 
So Joe Biden goes on this tear. I mean, he was on fire when he was ripping through this this cadence of, you know, we're going to make this in America and do this in America, make this in America, except for the oil. I mean, he was going so he was going so well that the place broke into chants of USA, USA. It really was like a Trump rally. Really? I mean, the the stuff he was saying, I think he may have plagiarized. I mean, it is Joe Biden. So he very well could have plagiarized from Donald Trump himself. Now, obviously, the the idea that the pandemic caused the inflation, like, that's not... I mean, unless you want to say that the pandemic prompted you to spend like drunken sailors, uh, which is an insult to the drunken sailors, but... Um, like if, unless you want to make that kind of connection, but he doesn't do that. He he never did that. But he he does think that if businesses just lower their costs, not their wages, that that will fight inflation. And then he started doing the make it in America stuff and USA USA, and then this. Call this increasing the productive capacity of our economy. Of our economy. Uh, yeah. I call it building a better America. <laughs> That was him My plan clearing his throat. To fight inflation. The plan. Will lower your cost and lower the deficit. 17 Nobel laureates in economics said my plan will ease long-term inflationary pressures. Top business leaders, and I believe most Americans support the plan. And here's the plan. First, cut the cost of prescription drugs. What? The hell is he talking about? That's the plan for curbing inflation is to cut the costs of prescription drugs. Uh, he also said free child care, home and long term care, more affordable housing and pre-K for three and four year olds. And all of that is going to lower inflation. Oh, and also uh, no, t- no new taxes on anybody under a four hundred thousand dollar a year income, because that's like his people. So, um yeah, I mean, that's like, I mean, th- I think you can get like one and a half. I think it's about one and a half Hunter Biden paintings for that price. Yeah, one and a half. So I'm not clear as to why more GovCo spending yields lower inflation. I, I, I don't know if the man has any concept. Well, I'll just stop there. Joe, welcome to the program. How are you, Joe? Hi, though, sir. I'm, oh. Thank God I'm not the other Joe. <laughs> okay. And I wanted to give you a compliment because I just can't imagine being you and having to try to explain that speech. <laughs> I mean, well, that is just... I get to pick the sound bites, uh, so I, I try to take the low-hanging fruit, you know? Well, I'm just saying, even you know, to fill up three hours and dealing with that is just, whoa. Heaven. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's why I get paid the big bucks. Yeah, well, you know, for in this case, you're earning them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but just to start off, I mean, he, you know, he talks about he didn't want to lower wages, but he's, you know, opened the border. That was the original impetus for all this immigration was basically the lower wages. That's a great point. Chamber of Commerce and all that. Yeah. Then they found out that they voted Democratic, and then, of course, the Democratic Party, and, you know, the Republican Party was guilty to a large extent, too. Sure. And, uh, but, you know, the only thing I found that he said that was halfway true was that he said that, you know, trickle-down economics no longer works. 
well or didn't work. And and he's right about that. You know, for some reason, the Republicans have got that in their little brain. Uh, but the fact is, what worked 42 years ago when Reagan came in doesn't work today because economic things have changed. Yeah, and this is part of the, the inherent tension in conservatism as a philosophy where um, there's this uh, there's this leaning that conservatives have towards maintaining a status quo and not moving too quickly on things. Uh, but that doesn't mean you don't move uh, on things and adapt and change over time. It's just there's this hesitancy to do so. And so, yeah, th- and and that is th- that's by design and that is preferred because the the swift changes in any society causes a lot of disruption and harm. Well, it also causes disruption when you make when you don't change. Sure. Circumstances change. Like I'm older, I can no longer run like I used to be able to run. Right. You know, I can no longer. You know, my car is older. I can't drive it as hard. I have to be a little more patient with it than I did originally when it was brand new. You know. Machinery gets old, things change, the world changes. Basically, uh, initially when Reagan did that, people were, he would cut all those taxes, which were ridiculously high for, for fairly wealthy people at that time. And they poured that money into America. Well, then things changed with China, and then they start pouring that money into China. Yeah. No, it's, yeah, the, the global economy is a lot different now. Joe, I appreciate the call. Thanks for making it. My guess is if we took a secret ballot in this floor, that we'd all agree that the present tax system ain't fair. We have to fix it. I'm not looking to punish anybody. But let's make corporations and wealthy Americans start paying their fair share. Look, last year, last year, like. Chris Coons and Tom Carper and my distinguished congresswoman, we come from the land of corporate America. What? There are more corporations incorporated in America than every other state in America combined. What? And I still won 36 years in a row. What? The point is, even they understand they should pay just a fair share. I think he's talking about Delaware, guys. I think he got Delaware confused with America. Weird. Um, he then pivoted to um, COVID. Where severe cases are down to a level not seen since July of last year. Just a few days ago, the Center for Disease Control and Prevention issued a new mask guidelines. Under the new guidelines, most Americans and most of the country can now go mask-free. And based on projections... Those are the Republicans right there. Based on projections... More of the country will reach a point across that point across the next couple of weeks. And thanks to the progress we've made in the past year, COVID-19 no longer need control our lives. I know some are talking about living with COVID-19. But tonight, I say that we never will just accept living with COVID-19. We'll continue to combat the virus as we do other diseases. All right. This is the part where, do you remember yesterday's show? Are you old enough to remember the uh, impact research memo that I read from? This was the part of the speech where you could tell 
the memo has gone to the White House. He has seen the memo, or his uh, speechwriters have. They've seen the memo that says, taking the win over COVID-19, and here are the strategic thoughts that Democrats need to employ so they don't get shellacked at the polls in November. So he starts talking about this. So he's trying, like, they're, they've got to encourage their constituency on the left that they have terrified over the last two years that it's okay to take that mask off your face. Think about this. We, I mean, in Charlotte Mecklenburg schools, they needed two weeks to build up the mental courage to take masks off their face. New York City, uh, the state of New York, rather, did it in a day. The state of New York said, we're dropping the mask mandate in schools starting tomorrow. They did it in 24 hours. But CMS needs two weeks in order to wrap their minds around living without a mask at school. Isn't that amazing? All right. Um, He said we need to prepare for new variants. Over the past, we've gotten much better at detecting new variants. Yeah. If necessary, we'll be able to develop new vaccines within 100 days instead of maybe months or years. And if Congress presides the funds we need, we'll have new stockpiles of tests, masks, pills ready if needed. I can't promise a new variant won't come, but I can't, I can't promise you we'll do everything within our power to be ready if it does. Third, <clears throat> we can end the shutdown of schools and businesses. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We have the tools we need. It's time for America to get back to work and fill our great downtowns again with people. People working from home can feel safe and begin to return to their offices. We're doing that here in the federal government. The vast majority of federal workers will once again work in person. Our schools are open. Let's keep it that way. Our kids need to be in school. Gosh, he sounds like a Republican. It's crazy. All right, let me go over here. JP, welcome to the program. Hello, JP. What's up? JP? Going once? Hey. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Hey, how are you? Oh, fine. Oh. Listen, I just want to make a comment on the uh, on the visual effects of the dress from uh, last night. Okay. If you will, I would, uh, you had an old man, an old woman, and a young girl up there on the podium. If that's not enough to uh, scare the life out of a Russian tank commander, I don't know what is. Well, you make a very fair point. Thank you very much, JP. Next up is Cheryl. Hello, Cheryl. Cheryl, hi. Uh, let me ask you something. When you grew up, did your parents teach you how to behave? Uh, they a, tried. In a, in a formal setting? They tried, yeah. Well, why can't you get your Republican French groups under control? They're really embarrassing themselves. They went Such to as the who? Last night. Bohart and Green are they also, an embarrassment to your party. I'm not a Republican, so... They're adults. They're adults. They need to act like adults and stop acting like children. So Cheryl, it's an embarrassing thing. Cheryl, hang on a second. Did you did you uh, did you have any problem when Nancy Pelosi tore up Trump's speech behind him? But she didn't make a sound. She didn't talk. Cheryl, while he was talking. Cheryl, you can make all the excuses you want. But Cheryl, don't now don't Cheryl, come on. Now I'm just trying. I'm just asking if you're applying a consistent control. standard. Trump didn't respect anybody. I agree. He didn't respect anybody. I agree. So I'm he trying to. That. I, I he agree, but. That. Hey, Cheryl, I'm asking if you apply a consistent standard to your side. Trump never. You, you can't even answer anybody. the question. No, Cheryl, you can't even address the question. This is what's called self awareness. I'm but asking if you are, possess these it. People are elected to represent you. No, they're, they're not. I did not elect Lauren Boebert. I'm not going to argue with you. They're an embarrassment. You, to whom? 
Not to you. You didn't, right? Uh, she hung up on me. Courage, Cheryl. Courage. That's fantastic. Yeah, so, yeah, did your parents teach you how to act on a telephone call? By the way, you did not call in to argue with me? Did I hear that part correctly? Good one. That's hilarious. You did not call in to argue with me. What, you just thought that you would just come on here, pop off about how Lauren Boebert and, uh, what's her, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, that, some, that, that, that they, uh, they were disruptive during the speech. They were, like, calling out stuff and that that is then reflective on every single person that is, what, to the, to the right of you? Is that it? Not a registered Republican, Cheryl. They do not represent me. I don't live in either of their districts. I don't even live in their states. Yeah. In fact, my representative is a Democrat. Oh, well. couple of tweets at Pete Callender. Come on, man. Just whip out that magic wand and cut those costs. That's Biden's uh, plan for uh, combating inflation. And then Eugene said, hey, was it not under the Trump administration when businesses were closed down due to COVID? And that's true. They initially shut down, remember? 15 days to flatten the curve. Remember that? And then, of course, the 15 days lasted like two years. And Trump was out of office and Biden was in office. So, yeah, like you don't get to claim credit for the economy rebounding or the economy like going, look at all these jobs I created. Like you didn't create them. They were shut down. They're not new. They were lucky to survive. Right. Uh, Monica says uh, regarding caller Cheryl, your Republican fringe groups, LOL, it's. Is calling in, blaming somebody for something they didn't do and interrupting them when you're, uh, is that what your mom told you to do? Yeah, isn't it interesting that Cheryl called in making it about manners, like trying to appear. See, this is the thing about lefties is that they don't actually believe the argument that they are asserting. They're simply using it because it is believed to be more advantageous at that time. So at that moment, Cheryl thought that she would appeal to me out of a sense of, ethics out of a sense of uh uh you know courtesy like didn't your mom teach you that you're that you should not do this thing therefore these people that weren't doing that thing that your mom taught you to do that you're as guilty as they are because they violated the thing that your mom taught you to do and then cheryl proceeds of course to behave in the exact same manner towards me who did not do the things that those two congresswomen did as she's criticizing the congresswomen for doing. She's doing the very thing she is criti- uh, criticizing. So what does that tell you? She doesn't actually adhere to the standard. She doesn't care about the standard. She thought it was a convenient standard to apply to me. It was. It, she saw what she thought was an advantage. I think I may have thrown her off balance a little bit when I told her I was not a Republican. I think that threw her. She thought for some reason that if I'm on WBT, I must be a registered Republican, and I'm not. I'm an unaffiliated, and I'm, I'm not sorry at all about that, precisely for moments like this. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> let me go over here to Josh. Hello, Josh. Welcome to the program. How are you? 
Hey, Mr. Pete, how are you? I'm so glad to be talking to you on the phone. Well, thanks. Uh, you are the last WBT host that I've not had a chance to call into yet, so it's an honor to get to speak to you. Well, me, show, Sue, show. What can I say? Welcome. Um, I just want to make a comment about last night. Um, it sounded more like a campaign speech than it did uh, unifying the country in a rallying cry outside of the first 10 minutes. Yeah. 99% of the country is solely on board standing behind the Ukrainian people. Right. Not the Uranian people like Joe said <laughs> last night, but the Ukrainian people. Right. But I think, I think probably the most idiotic thing he said last night was is uh, uh, to tell companies not lower their wage, yeah. but to lower their cost. Well, you got to pay for the wage somehow, and it, it's, 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 it's absurd. And that's my kid in the background. I went on your comment. So uh, I appreciate you allowing right. me to call in. Yes, sir. Thanks, Josh. I appreciate it. Tell your kid hello uh, for me. And, uh, you know, it, it, doesn't, it shows a profound lack of understanding um, of how to run a business. And there's a promo running on BT right now of Brett Winterbull making this very point that there is no better example of a career politician than Joe Biden a man who has never held a real job, has never made a payroll, he's never done any of that. And look, I can tell you from experience that when I went into business for myself, it is a different way of thinking. It is a different motivation. I woke up every morning at 5 a.m. and I thought, how am I going to make money today? Because if I don't, I don't have any money. That's the way you start thinking. It is a different mindset. Anybody who has ever started any kind of business knows what I'm talking about. And I thought I understood, like I would do interviews with people who would start their own businesses and they would always talk about like the early days and how tough it was and stuff. I never got it until I actually did it. Now I get it. It's, it's like a switch got flipped. You're on the hunt all the time. For real, like that's the that's the mentality. And for people who are successful at running a business, they are able to keep that mentality going while they operate this company. But yeah, wages are a cost. Somebody needs to tell Joe Biden. Let me go over here to Ed real quick. Hello, Ed. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hey. I appreciate it. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine about last night's speech, and he said that. Joe Biden, somebody needs to tell Joe Biden that we are buying oil from Russia, which in effect is giving aid and comfort to the enemy, and he needs to reconsider it because someone may charge him with being a a traitor to the the United States of America. Well, I think, so a couple of things on that. Number one, uh, oil, as this is my understanding of it, oil doesn't count as real when it comes to sanctions. It's a different thing altogether. So this allows them to buy the oil, but then boycott the vodka, for example. <laughs> so this is my understanding of the rules as they have been explained uh, by uh, their actions that we have seen. Right. So that's the first thing. Uh, the second thing is, I don't think Biden gets in any trouble unless, of course, he gets on a phone call with the Ukrainian president and uh, and then they they talk about 
uh, some sort of a deal. Then I think he gets impeached. I think that is the standard as well. If he takes the phone call with the Ukrainian president, then that would lead to his impeachment. Again, not my not my rules. I don't I don't make these up. Ed, I appreciate the call, though. Good to hear from you. It's also good to hear from Brett Winterbull. He's about to walk into the studio here on News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. I will catch up with y'all tomorrow. Don't break anything while I'm gone.